afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Lifestyle with Dr. Moby. I'm Dr. Moby, and today we are honored with great guest Christine with us. How are you doing, Christine? Good. Thank you so much for having me. Great. I just want to tell uh, Christine is actually a great teacher for Ricky, and she's also instructor. So tell us about yourself. Absolutely. So I started Reiki long, long time ago. Um, my dad was doing Reiki when I was a child. And when I got reintroduced to it as an adult, when I was about 20 years old, I was working in a birth center and I was already catching babies and helping mamas. Um, I was reintroduced to Reiki and started my Reiki journey as an adult. Um, I became a Reiki master in 2004 and started teaching in 2009. So it's been um, a, over a decade. And now I have my own Reiki online school called Reiki Cafe University with three colleges, Reiki chakras and business. So we love supporting um, Reiki practitioners and spiritual entrepreneurs and all those who love to dive deeper on their own internal healing. Okay, very nice. Thank you for educating us. So tell us about your um, journey. How did you start being in this field? Mm -hmm. So I feel like when I really started to shift mm -hmm. into my Reiki practice was actually around 2009. I had already been a Reiki master, but it was kind of something that sat on the back burner. It was like a tool in the toolbox that never got really utilized. And in 2009, 2010, I really, um, I was leaving a really difficult marriage. I was in a emotionally abusive marriage where um, if I try to do Reiki or try to be my authentic self, I was pretty much um, told that I was a witch and other names that I shouldn't say on any kind of live broadcast. <laughs> so, um, it was this turning point of really accepting myself and really wanting to do the deeper work to really heal all the layers of me as I um, started my Reiki journey as a teacher. Mm -hmm. And what happened over the years is that my ex kept coming, kept popping up. It's like, if you don't deal with something, it, it keeps revealing itself. Mm -hmm. So I had, um, he was still fairly emotionally abusive, even post divorce with, because we had a child together. And so mm -hmm. we were, it was pretty dramatic and calling the police about not having the right soccer shorts on for soccer practice and just really, um, menial things. And there came a point where it was, um, very, difficult to live in this mama bear, I need a fight or flight action. Mm -hmm. And so I, um, I, I just quit, I quit participating. Um, I gave up took, uh, custody for temporary temporarily, and um, really turned inward and to work on myself because I was at the point of severe anxiety and depression and a little PTSD going on that I knew I needed to heal me first before I could heal mm -hmm others take care of my family and support other people. So that was the real turning point for me to really embrace my Reiki practice and meditation and chakra healing. Mm -hmm. And for audience sake, I just want to kind of tell who doesn't know about Reiki, I hope everybody knows that's an alternative medicine and it was actually originated in Japan. And the whole idea is transferring with the physical touch 
um, a transferring of the energy or healing, what we call healing, uh, for, for energy healing, right? Is mm -hmm. that the right word? So tell us a little bit about the concept. So, I mean, I'm also yeah so when as a reiki practitioner it's it feels really good for the practitioner even if they're working on themselves or others because the reiki practitioner becomes the conduit of energy so you have this divine love light source energy and it is welcomed into the practitioner chakra so it comes through the crown chakra fills them up and then overflows out their hands to the client, to back to themselves, to their pets, to the plants. It's just pulling in, it's this drawing in, receiving this divine light energy. And, you know, my favorite way to explain Reiki is that you can look at the kanji, it splits into two words. There's Rei and there's Ki. We hear Ki all the time, Qi Gong, Tai Chi, Qi walking even now exists. And so she is that life force energy. And the ray is what makes it special. The ray is this spiritually guided, this universal life source energy. And so being this universal source, the practitioner just begins to become the conduit of this flow. And it knows that because it is spiritually guided, it knows what needs to, where it needs to go, what, what's the highest priority for that person, for that practitioner. And so it can heal on mind, body, spirit, emotional, mental, whatever it needs to be. And it will go right directly to where it needs to go. And the practitioner, practitioner is guided. And you can either do hands-on healing or you can send it very distance because Reiki isn't bound by time or space. And so I could be here and working on someone in the United Kingdom and it is just as effective. Hmm. Okay. So so those are the energy. Now, it was originated in 1800s. Has it changed over the years? Yes. Well, and it really got reestablished in about 1920s. And so that's when Sensei Asui, or the founder of Reiki Roho, was um, really starting to actively create a society. A clinics um, were popping up around Kyoto, and and then it it well World War II hit, and so uh -huh. things really shifted because of the time. And so when World War II happened in Japan, we had this movement of um, it needs to be Western medicine and nothing else. And so a lot of the traditional um, Japanese healing modalities, Japanese spiritual beliefs, they were getting um, smoldered. You know, they were trying to be put out by this American force coming in. And so a lot of it went underground and some of it had already left Japan. And so one of the main practitioners who brought Reiki to the West was uh, Miss Takata. And so she was a Japanese American immigrant living in Hawaii. So she had traveled to Japan, received the training. And right before the war broke out, she was back in Hawaii with this Reiki wisdom. And she is the one who brought it to the West. Mm -hmm. So so at that time, there was um, some changes made between uh, with with the current one into the next one, so yeah. that has evolved on. Okay, so tell me about um, what conditions we can benefit. Or yeah, absolutely, um, it really is very versatile, mm -hmm. and that's one of the most beautiful things about it. Is it doesn't matter if it's a broken bone or colitis or cancer, or if this is just emotional wounding from childhood, mm -hmm. it can move in and work on whatever layer needs to happen. And what I notice in my practice is that 
the physical, the exterior physical is what needs to be healed first. It's the priority that comes up first. And when the there is no physical layer to be healed, then it works on the emotional. Then it works on the spiritual. Then it works on past lives. And so there's this uncovering, this unfolding of that onion layers of what needs to be healed. Because oftentimes, I would say 95% or more of the time of your physical conditions are related back to your emotional ones. And so oftentimes when you're working on the physical conditions, you'll pick up on, oh, here's the underlying reasoning of why this is manifesting in the body. Okay. Now tell me with uh, with the current situation with COVID, and um, has it changed because uh, this involved person-to-person interaction, right? Yeah. So we had a big shift. The Reiki industry was kind of... Um, hesitant, especially in the US, we don't have a lot of regulations in the US like Canada, like the UK, they have really well established associations where US doesn't. And so we have, um, we've always had a lot of online Reiki classes and people in person, and it was really looked down upon to do Reiki online. Well, with COVID, all of that switched, people started to embrace their um, presence online, going on Zoom calls to do their trainings, and really starting to look at teachers of, is this teacher a person of integrity that I want to learn from, rather than all online classes are not acceptable. And so we had a big shift of, it's okay to teach online, it's okay to do sessions online, it's okay to really start feeling into the energy for what it is, which is it's boundless, it's not bound by being in person with one another and when it's accepted and open that way the the per, the student the client are is able to really accept it just as if they were in person i had many of my students who have had in-person sessions and attunements with me that's the, our initiation process into the reiki world come on to my online and said that it was actually more powerful to do distance work and so Personally, I I found uh, COVID to be very, um, it was like freedom. It's like, oh, yes, this is how we can do it for this new time, this new age, as we move into this new era where so much is going to be telehealth, so much is going to be over the internet, not bound by your physical location. Mm-hmm. So so pretty much, you know, it has evolved into new dimensions with COVID and, you know, it wasn't there before, so that's for sure, you know, and like everything, you know, we are learning a lot too, uh, in medicine too, you know, we are mm-hmm. practicing more telemedicine than what we ever used to. Uh, businesses have also cut down their business travel. I mean, there is a reconfiguration for everything, but I'm glad that uh, with Reiki, they found still kind of online being more effective still and is able to survive because, uh, you know, my concept was that there is a transfer of physical contact with mm-hmm. uh, with the Reiki therapy. And if, if that is not there, how do you uh, give an alternative to that portion? Yeah, so this has been around um, for as long as Reiki has been around. The, the distance hasn't been uh, new. It didn't evolve into this. It's more of like, oh, now it's just more available, <laughs> which is great. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so basically what um, the practitioner does is use specific Reiki symbols that we are attuned to during our initiation into level two, into master's practitioner. And part of that is just to 
move beyond this physical 3D reality. Okay. And so I'll envision being with you. I'll envision being with my client and envision where my hands need to go. Other clients may use a photo or a surrogate like a doll, um, whatever they feel comfortable with to send the Reiki to. But oftentimes it feels very much like you're in their space and it's because there's no physical contact you can go right to the issue so much faster. It's like, you don't have to worry about that physical barrier because we're working in the spiritual dimension. And so we're going right to the root of the issue rather than having to work through multiple layers before we get there. Mm -hmm. And so it can be kind of sometimes quite a bit faster, quite a bit more potent to um, not have to worry about where are my hands touching? What is going around in the, in the, the situation, um, what smells are around, what noise is around, what distractions are around. And if we can just both the practitioner and the client be in a meditative state, being willing to receive the Reiki, the Reiki is going to do the rest. It's going to know and move right to where they need it the most. Wow. Wow. So, so what you're saying is in this way, those uh, minimal distractions, which could be, you know, fragrance in the room or could be ambience or could be anything, but that's gone. And now you're communicating directly with one-to-one and with, with the right amount of energy and right amount of precision right there to the point. And so tell me how long your session lasts, Norman. Usually my distance sessions last between 30 and 45 minutes because they're um, in person. There's oftentimes this, I have to get comfortable and settled into my state space. Reiki session, distance Reiki sessions don't need that time and flexibility. And we can just go right there. Mm -hmm. um, and so there, they can be a little bit shorter and just as effective. So, so that is not going to, impact anyway in terms of now what kind of um package or um program you have so i typically offer a coaching combination session mm -hmm. so i'm also a chakra coach so what that means it's very like a western approach to reiki is that i'm taking the reiki as part of the session and then I'm bringing in coaching so that they can self-discover their own answers, mm -hmm. as well as bring in um, ideas for how to bring it to the next step. What are your goals? What, where do you want to see yourself in the future? How do we stay in the present moment and move forward rather than hang on to past issues, past trauma, past uh, cords, past energetics that are holding us back? so that we can truly move forward in an authentic way. So I typically like to combine it with coaching, whereas many practitioners will just do a Reiki session, which is um, anywhere between 30 minutes to, to an hour where it's just being that transfer of energy. Mm -hmm. And so also tell us a little bit about um, what is the duration, like how long somebody needs um, one month, three sessions, six sessions. Right. So I would say there are some people out there that can have a one and done slam, bam, thank you, ma'am, like get all that stuff out. That's typically not what happens. It usually moves and progresses to where the client is most comfortable. 
So if they are really, um, they don't like being vulnerable, they don't want to expose themselves. If they have a lot of boundaries and blocks up around the heart, it's like polishing silver. I'm going to take one little area and polish it. And then I'm going to move and I'm going to polish the other side until it's gleaming. So it could be three, five, 10 sessions later. Weekly sessions are best so that you are actually making progress rather than taking two steps forward, one step back. So it depends on like the client. If they have a lot of health issues, if they have cancer, if they have something really extreme going on, they might need more sessions. If it's just working on the emotional layer and they don't have physical stuff going on, well, then we can work on that. And working over a couple of months can really do some deep healing work on limiting beliefs and things that have been holding them back. And I put your website for audience. So. Mm -hmm. So this is your website and uh, this is the ongoing support teachers you can trust. So that would be your session probably when you were doing in person, right? Yes. Yep. And but the good news is you can do remotely. And so and you are this is your yourself. And uh, so those are the uh, some of the programs you have and you have the, your blog also and your so tell me a little bit about also these uh, College of Chakras and uh, College of Business and College of Reiki. What is the difference? Yeah, so the College of Reiki really focuses on Reiki training. Okay. And so we have our level one and level two classes as well as our masters coming up here in April. And so that's really, we have um, a professor fully dedicated to the College of Reiki, um, Bruce Taylor. He's studied all over um, China and Japan. So he's a wealth of information and we collaborate. So he brings the West, I or I bring the West and he brings the Eastern um, viewpoints of Reiki and we combine those for the College of Reiki. Whereas the College of Business is really here to support Reiki practitioners and spiritual entrepreneurs really move forward with their business. What we often see is that so many Reiki practitioners and spiritual entrepreneurs have so many gifts to share with the world, but they don't know how to execute. They don't know how to build the one their confidence level and how to manage a business and how to do the social media part and really put themselves out there. So the College of Business is really designed to support Reiki professionals and spiritual entrepreneurs to make that jump. Whereas the College of Chakras, what you'll find here is a lot of information on learning how to see the chakras as a roadmap to healing. So the chakras are very much a way to see them is like, here's my physical ailment. Well, here's also the emotional component of that same chakra. And mm -hmm. so you can see the emotional component. You can work on the emotional piece, the spiritual piece, and the physical ailment will mm -hmm. start to subside. Mm -hmm. So the College of Chakras, we have a um, coaching, a chakra clairvoyant coaching certification program that we'll be offering again here this summer. Mm -hmm. We have coaching available, and this is really to help you dive into really understanding where the block's coming from, because mm -hmm. when you can understand the chakras, then you it doesn't matter what healing modalities you use. It could be Reiki, it could be acupuncture, it could be therapy, it could be belly dancing. There's so many things that are possible to heal and bring those chakras back into balance, mm -hmm. but we need to have the map laid out before us. 
Okay, and you have this uh, how to teach uh, Reiki. These are the levels, uh, different levels of uh, learning, right? Correct. Yep. Okay, so so these are some of the conditions uh, with uh, for pregnancy, birth, postpartum, uh, abundance, and this is level two, and so people can gradually master or learn about it, right? So that's correct. Yep. And then we have your your college of business. I'm gonna just highlight all that. So this is some of the models you have, right? Coaching. Yep. Okay, well, very nice, very nice. And I'm glad to, uh, you know, to offer a lot of our viewers uh, new things so they can kind of check out these. And this is a better technique in terms of, you know, manifesting a new alternative medicine. So it's not about taking medication or applying. So it's, it's getting the positive energy or the transferring the energy and healing is going to happen. Um, so tell me also about um, some of the conditions you really saw a big impact. Um, I Well, I've been in the business for a long time, so I've seen so much, but I have seen uh, bones that have had really tremendous breaks heal faster than what doctors expected and, and come back saying, what did you do? <laughs> because they healed four weeks earlier than they were expected to just by having a couple sessions a week. Mm -hmm. I've seen people who have come to me numerous times and says what we accomplished in one session, I didn't, I wasn't able to do in two years of therapy. Um, so whether it's the physical or you have cancer, I had a cancer patient that worked with me for three years. She was often on hospice because everyone thought she only had a few weeks, few months to live. And yet she was on and off for three years because it extended her life so impactfully because it was bringing things into balance that needed to be in balance so that she could extend her life. So Reiki can really work on wherever you're at. And that's the beautiful thing. If you feel healthy, if you feel great, well, Reiki is just going to give you that boost of energy to give you even more vibrancy in your life, more energy in your life. So even if you feel great, Reiki is a great way to keep maintaining and just keep going forward with confidence, confidence and clarity. Okay, very nice, very nice. And people can check out her website. And uh, I think we put that again. Let me put that one more time. And so this is uh, her website and you can check out a um, lot of things. Uh, this is her homepage and uh, you can, uh, you know, that you have music too. Wow. <laughs> is that a new thing? Yeah. So we um, added some Reiki music to our YouTube channel. We have a really good following over on YouTube. Feel free to check that out as well. Um, okay. But they're great for just, playing in the background to help balance your chakras while you do your Reiki practice. And Reiki is really easy to learn. And so it's a great tool to have for your own personal life so that you can heal yourself, work on your pets, work on your plants. It's just, it just feels really amazing. Okay. And I'm putting this is your uh, songs or sound. Um, I actually, I have it already. Uh, let me share it with the audience. So if they want to see that. Um, so uh, beside the music, so do you see where, what is the future lies for your organization or for your program? 
Yeah. So what we're hoping is that we want to reach as many people as possible, letting them know that Reiki is a fundamental tool that you can have in your everyday life to bring more vitality to your world. And so the, yep, this is our sacral chakra music. And so while we play this and we feel into the movement of this music, it can have this underlying healing effect on people. So all of our music on YouTube is infused with Reiki energy so that you feel that as you listen, so you perceive as you listen as well. So our vision for Reiki Cafe is to be the number one school in the Americas for Reiki training and business support, knowing that you can become a, a chakra coach yourself and really have an impact on your community that you'd love to have. Okay, well, I, I think we got a pretty good uh, of your program info. So tell us uh, also any final thoughts or final message you would like to have for our audience. Mm -hmm. My final message for the audience, all the listeners out there, is that you are worthy of healing, that you are worthy to do this internal work, and that you can have a life of your dreams, the life that where you're healthy, that your family's healthy, and that there isn't the triggers and the traumas and repeated cycles going on that healing is possible and that everyone is it's our birthright to be able to experience that okay well with that message i would just also second that you know and a lot of uh, positive energy positive things actually lie with us answer lies within us and uh, Rick is one of the form which actually uses your brain and energy to channelize it better. And uh, you'll be amazed with the results. And brain is so amazing that, you know, uh, it is complex as well as simple. That simple that it does heal uh, if you allow it to heal. And then also complex that in a sense that uh, don't give up. Don't give up on that, uh, you know, because it has miracle. It can pull up anything from from its tools and get your body back to track miracles uh, don't look elsewhere but in your brain and your channelize your energy and that would be my message same thing take care and enjoy the show take care thank you for coming thank you